In most organizations, big or small, public or private, diversity and inclusion is on the agenda. It has very special attention in the Dutch tech sector because it's still very male-dominated. The Capgemini Group has made diversity and inclusion one of its core CSR pillars. Many professionals have worked to create a more inclusive culture. Who are these role models and what are their stories? I am Kido Koenig and I will be talking to these role models in a series of podcasts. Today, I am joined by Hans van Weijenburg. Until the 1st of July, he was the managing director of Capgemini the Netherlands. The 1st of July was also the day he had been with the company for 40 years. How did he see the company change in these 40 years? Did he change? And what does he hope for the future? Welcome, Hans. Thank you, Kido. Now, I'm excited to talk to you about this topic because you have a longer-term perspective, obviously, because you've been 40 years with the company, but also you've had the end responsibility uh, on behalf of the board for many years. So uh, we're going to talk much more about that, but let's start by taking us back to that first day in 1981 when you joined the company. What was the discussion around diversity like back then? To be honest, at that moment in companies, diversity was was not a discussion and an issue at all. It, nobody spoke about it. Nobody organized programs around it. Mm-hmm. So, so it was it was almost in companies and no subject at that moment. Yeah, so it was a non-issue. But now today, you are ready to talk about diversity. Yeah, because I think it's a subject today. It's it's a much more important subject with much more attention attention today as it was 40 years ago. Uh, uh, we, we have all seen what happened over the last years. We have seen that the, the community became very vocal about it. And you see that was a trigger to get things on the move. And if you see to the subject today, I think many, many companies have it on their agenda, putting targets on it, like our company. We we Mm -hmm. put targets on the subject, uh, organize programs around it, and and make it important. And I think that that's today happening because companies have no choice anymore. If you do not pay attention to it, it will influence in a negative way in the future your performance. I think there will be a real relationship between performance and paying attention to the subject. Yeah. To be honest, in my view, I'm not such a favorite, I guess you know, about the subject of diversity because I think diversity is just a part of inclusivity and I think it's mm-hmm. about inclusivity much more. It's only about diversity. Why? Why is inclusion, inclusivity be- more important? Because I think it's like being a safe place and a good home for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's not only about men and women. It's about religion. It's about sexual orientation. It's about ethnicity and so on and so on. So I, I personally think the subject is much broader as only the men-woman discussion. Right. In it. Uh, is it that for non-opono? It's, it's, men-woman is also very important, but it's a much broader subject. And was that in 1981 already an issue? Oh, like, absolutely. Uh, 
when people spoke in 81, maybe it was about diversity, not about inclusivity. Inclusivity is something which really came up over the last years mm-hmm. in a much more broader sense. I get the impression that you define diversity as a man-woman thing, whereas you can also f- define diversity much broader, like all, all the other groups that you mentioned. Why do you prefer inclusivity to, to just broadening the diversity definition? To be fair, you are right in what you say. The issue is only a little bit that in, when you in Netherlands speak about diversity, nine out of ten people think about men, women. Mm-hmm. That's why I push so hard back on the word of diversity because I think it's much broader as only men, women. Yeah, it's not the first time. Eh? If if I look back to my 40 years, it, it was a non-issue 40 years ago. It starts to come up a little bit halfway, so let's say 15, 20 years back. But to be honest, I think many companies paid attention about it more from a marketing point of view, is that they really want to tackle the subject fundamentally. Mm-hmm. And now you see it's really a very fundamental, very strategic and very important subject. And, and how did you see the topic change, say 20 years ago? F- for me personal, it, it, it's never been an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my own family, I, I have family members who are married with people from other parts of the world. I have in my family people from different sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. So, so for me as a person, it, it's never been an issue. I've been used to it. So to be honest, I was also always a little bit surprised that you need to work on it because I thought at a certain moment that everybody looks the same to it, which is absolutely not the case. Yeah? No. The first time... And it, it, it was very special. Uh, I, I was uh, more or less confronted with it uh, when I was uh, the CEO of Societe in Netherlands. And when we had our 25th anniversary, which is roughly 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago, we did a trip to London with a cruise boat, with all our people and our partners. Twice, I think, two or three days to London and back. The people got the opportunity to give their preference on which trip they want to join, the first or the second one. So what we saw is that many, what we in our view, bachelor people Mm -hmm. booked all one of the two trips. They wanted to get together. Together and all requested to stay more or less at the same part of the boat. Mm And then for the first time, we discovered that we had an enormous community in the company around the subject of sexual orientation, which was not good or bad, but surprising to us that in in a company like ours, which we honestly didn't mention up to that moment, we knew we, we had people with a certain sexual orientation, but it was such a big and huge community, which also learned me that I think our company, but in my view also our sector, is still attractive for certain people. And we always judge about the subject of diversity, men and women. But mm-hmm. in my view, that's a miss and, and a wrong judgment. And the reason for that is that um, in IT, we have not so many women. 10%, 15%, I think companies doing very well, maybe 20%. But there are absolutely no companies coming close to the 50%. There is a reason for it. It's not that we do not want to board women. It's more the fact that normally we are looking for people with a very technical education. Mm-hmm. 
And, and that's, that's a man's direction normally. There were not so many women in a study phase making a choice for a very technical study. So the amount of available women with a technical background joining our business is not so much. But here I learned that if you look to the broader subject inclusivity, mm -hmm. that we are quite attractive for other types of populations like sexual orientation. Today, we have many refugees working for our company mm -hmm. who come also from other countries, having another ethnicity, who find a, a, good, a good future with us. So people judging about the IT branch, looking to men and women, I think that's not a right and fair judgment. You yeah. should look to the broader subject. Exactly. So if you put it into a broader context, you can already see more diversity and inclusion in our company, but we are still trying to get more women. <laughs> so absolutely, we're not satisfied yet. No, but, but no, even and, and 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 we are part of a global company, so there are even put it very strong targets on that to mm -hmm. to increase the amount of uh, women, because we all know if you have a better balance between men and women, finally you get a better company. But it's most it's one of the most difficult subjects for us to work on. So the reason they were strongly pushed for targets, because it's in the inclusive domain, mm -hmm. one of the most difficult subjects, difficult parts to progress in. Yeah, It's easier for us if you find people with sexual orientation or people with other ethnicity. Yeah. Finding women is much more difficult. And that's why we push so hardly on it, because we want to develop in all the different aspects. Yeah, and especially in the Netherlands, in the technical studies, there are fewer women than in most other countries. So look we, to the we'll technical look fighting. To, <laughs> look to the technical universities and look yeah. to the amount of women men compared to the other universities, and you see the difference. But you can also blame a sector on wh why are women not choosing for this sector. Do you think there's anything inherent in the IT sector that that we should be changing, or that is maybe the reason that women don't choose these studies? Yeah, it, 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 yeah. On, on, on top of, of, of the supply, there is something else. It's When the sector was born, it was really only a technical world. That's not the case anymore today. You see that, that IT needs to, to make much more the connection to business. So in that domain, you see much more women popping up. But the image of the IT sector is still one of a man's world, mm -hmm. which is not good. That's not helpful at all. So it's not only about the supply, it's also about what's the image of the sector. And I think we need to work on that. You can work on that bottom-up, but there is also a, work, a way to work on it top-down. I, I think putting more women in the top could be helpful. And that's why, looking to the subject, I'm very happy that everybody knows that this is my last year. I will retire at the end of the year after I've done a 40-year majority. Mm -hmm. My successor is a woman. And around her, we also recruited uh, uh, a lot of women over the last year. So we see in the Gemini group in Netherlands that at the top, we're also putting more women because we think that will be helpful and showing better that this, the, the, the company should not be or not look like a man's world. Mm -hmm. It should be a world for everybody. So you and need I role models as absolutely, well. Absolutely, and I think it's very important to do that. And if you look to the Dutch IT sector, there are not so many women at the top. There are just a few, and that's not good. I and think. it's going to change, I think. So I hope we give the example and we make steps to show that you should do that different.
Well, let's talk about difference because you mentioned that for you it's never been an issue personally. No. Because, you know, in your life experience it has always been, you know, there's diff- people from different backgrounds. But did you, in the 40 years that you've worked uh, for Capgemini, change at all in, in the way you looked at it on the work floor? Um, I've never been or confronted with a situation or a culture which goes to discrimination from one to the other. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's not the issue in our companies. The reason we start to work on it is that people should be feeling comfortable and safe. And even if you think you do this very well and you're open for everything, you still discover that not all people always feel safe and comfortable enough. So you need to work on it. So what I discovered, even if you think it's no issue for yourself or for yourself as a company, it could be an issue of giving uncomfort to a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. And I think if one of your holy goals is that you want to be a safe and comfortable company for everybody, and certain groups doesn't get that comfort feeling, we, we, we need to work on it and to yeah. make it better. So what I learned over the 40 years is that my own comfort zone is not enough certain group of people have a need for more and mm-hmm. I think we as a company have the obligation to work on it and to create that safe environment. And you said all the way in the beginning that these groups are getting more vocal. So th- yeah. you kind of needed that bottom-up change. Absolutely. The, 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 but you see what happens in the world. People are becoming publicly more vocal and I think that helps. That helps to push us as individuals and us as companies to pay more attention to it, to 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 work, and to do something on the need of those group of people, mm-hmm. and I think it's 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 our obligation. At the other hand, we are a people company. We need to attract people from everywhere, from every different uh, discipline. So, I, I think we have no choice. Mm-hmm. Really, no choice. We have no choice in terms of, of looking to our business. But we also have no choice if you see what's happening in the world and where we need to work on. So you mentioned uh, different kinds of pressures, also pressure from society. Um, And I do remember that last year you signed, on behalf of all the brands of uh, the Capgemini Group in the Netherlands, the diversity charter of our social economic council. And uh, there was a little interview with you uh, during the, the, the ceremony. And, and you said what you really hope is for people to become much more vocal about this. And you kind of also put that responsibility with people who feel that they are part of, of a minority or a group that needs better representation or inclusivity. Like, come out and, and, and speak about it. Why did you choose to send that message? Now, you, you should, um, um, like I just said before, you, you see that society becomes more vocal about the subject. I think you also feel that in our company, it's an important subject and we work on it. But I I also know that's not the case everywhere. So personally, I think it's also our duty as companies to try to become more vocal about it. So the reason... 
after our, because the people, to be honest, the people out of the network in Cape Gemini asked me and came with initiative hands, we should sign the, the chart. I, 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 was all, I was also a member of the SER. It's a SER launch program eh, where many big companies sign the charter. Why? Two reasons. I think one reason is to bring more pressure because if you sign the charter, you also need to share goals and the goals are checked. Eh? So it's not a... a something you sign on a day, you never come back to it again. Mm -hmm. After a while, you really come into a discussion again with the organization, okay, in how far did you succeed to meet your goals? But I think also signing such a charter publicly and connecting the company name to it is also a way of our company to become more vocal and influence everything around us to take the subject and to bring it on the move. Yeah. That's why we did it, and that was the intrinsic motivation to to sign that that charter with other companies. Yeah, so it's it's not just that you asked people to become more vocal within the organizations, but as an also, organization, we wanted to become more vocal to show outside to the world and and also to to give the example. But we are not the only one. Eh? The, mm -hmm. the charter now is signed hundreds of companies. By many big. Yeah. No, but but hundreds is not enough. Eh? It's hundreds. It's still just a part of all the companies in Netherlands. But to show to the world and also to the company world that you need, need to take the subjects uh, 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 seriously, and to work structural on it. That's what we try to do. We try to give everybody the same fair treatment and make not any difference depending on where you come from, where you believe in or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to be. Will that be the case everywhere in every corner? I'm not sure. It's a big company. For sure there will be incidents. But I think the mainstream is what I just said before is where we want to go to, where we want to work on. And, uh, what would what you feel as... As somebody who has the end responsibility in a country, if, if some some of these incidents would come up to you, yeah. what 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 kind of response do you imagine a, a leader has to have to something like that? Let's say like there is clear discrimination or somebody was was like not treated well in a team because of their sexual orientation or because they were a woman. Woman. What what kind of what kind of response would you need to have? It's a very simple and maybe unexpected answer. I think the first response of the responsible person should be that he feels ashamed. If he doesn't feel ashamed, there is an issue. At least when it, something pops up like that to me, I feel ashamed. I think, how can it happen and how is it possible that the company where I am responsible is behaving like this? Cannot be true. Right? Mm -hmm. You should feel ashamed. That's number one. Number two, to be honest, which is always the case with those things, there are always two stories. You need to find out the real facts. So what's really happened, what were the facts, what is colored around it, because you need to focus on the facts. And if you know the facts, eh, then you need to act. And that can be that you do not so much, or you do a lot and you go very far. And if something things happen which are absolutely not acceptable, you could even fire people for that. Mm -hmm. But it's super important when you are responsible that you first figure out the real facts and take away everything which is colored, which are no facts. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, uh, what I found really uh, a funny realization is that you started 40 years ago and this, this last year has been the time that your son enters the workforce. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you hope it would look like for him? 
uh, in terms of inclusivity? What what is kind of the the ideal image that you that you wish for? Kijk, but <laughs> the, the, the answer to that question is super simple. Today we need we we are doing all type of programs to bring it where it needs to be. The moment we do not need those programs anymore, that's then we not, then we are where we want to be. So mm-hmm. what I hope for him is as, as soon as it can, this is a non-subject again. All ah, right. So we come not, full circle. Not because it's hidden, mm-hmm. but because it's more or less solved. To be honest, if I look back 40 years, you always see things popping up. Eh? So I'm a little bit afraid it will never disappear. Mm-hmm. At a certain moment, you solve it for certain parts, but other parts will pop up where you need to work. Mm-hmm. But what I really hope for him and all the people with him who are joining companies today, in the future, it's less and less needed to pay so much attention to it so that it becomes much more, more or less more normal as it is today. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think we are on that way. If I see what happens in a society... Um, um, I think there is a strong movement going on which will help to improve this. That's my view. It's it's definitely good to hear uh, your, your hopeful words at the end and also to see, give some perspective on how far the issue has come over the past 40 years. Um, do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with the audience before we close this down? <laughs> um, okay. My, my, my final thought, my final thought. I've been in this business for 40 years um, and it was for myself an incredible journey. You needed a building as big as the headquarter of Shell full with computers to produce the same things 40 years ago as what you can do with your mobile phone today. That's the speed of development and we know that the speed of development is only increasing. And I think that what happens in the, in, in, in the world with digital will be super important the coming years. Not only for making business better, but also for making the world better. I think digital development can also make the world better. So it's it's very motivating to work in a domain where you can have this type of contribution. So coming back to the subject we spoke about, inclusivity, I really think this sector on top of what happens in a society can help to accelerate the improvement of the behavior of everything which has to do with the inclusive subject. And I really hope that will happen the coming years. And let be the IT sector one of the domains which is in the heart of that. Thank you very much. Let's keep it in our hearts. And um, thank you again for this conversation. Thank you. It was a pleasure.